program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hey, welcome to another Kwamalasa Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATL Show. We are live. It is 10 o'clock in Arizona time, 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Got my bro, my main man, Coach B, with me. What's up, buddy? What's up, player, player from the Himalayas? You sound so... I don't want to hey, say Hey, I just got my morning <laughs> early this morning before I hit the road, so, you know, I, I'm feeling kind of fresh to death this morning. You, what, you was doing what this morning? I know you're on, you on the road right now, heading back home to VA. Yeah, I'm on 95 South right now, heading south. <laughs> but what? I had to get my Marty Mart on this morning. Oh, okay. I love Martin. Oh, okay. You know, get my mind right on, the tra- on these travels. All right, well, I'm glad you could join us, because Ken is uh, getting a train put on him or something, or, or in training class or something he said he was doing. So he couldn't oh, make, yeah. Yeah, he can't like make it Ken, today. It? Yeah, getting a train or something. But, uh, yeah. hey, man, we, did you see the fight, the um, Pacquiao and uh, Margarita fight? No, I, you know, I don't like my Margarita. I hate my Margarita with, with, you know, on the rocks with <laughs> lots of salt. But I don't watch boxing no more, man. There's only two out there, Pacquiao and Mayweather, so they box. I don't Not watch boxing no me. more. Listen to you. Um, no, nah, we should be talking some boxing. There's some fighters out there. I mean, especially this one that came up. It was, it was. Ain't well, like it wasn't we grew up, Kwame. Say it again. Boxing now ain't like it wasn't we grew up. No, nah, because they, well, there's still a handful of guys. You know, I used to watch boxing and wrestling until I found out they were cutting their forehead. But as far as boxing, that's one of the true gladiator sports there is. I mean, that's 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 instant that's instant death right there. The way this, uh, well, the Pacquiao fight, he beat this guy up for 12 rounds. I would have easily given um, uh, him 12 rounds, but I think Margarita might have won one in the seventh. I mean, this, you, you should have seen this fight. It was no match, and he gave away both to pounds, man. He gave, um, he just had, he was, he just had this guy's number the whole time. He just beat him up, and the next day he's getting surgery on his forehead. It was, it was incredible, man, how did he just, how he destroyed this guy. And I'm wondering. Does Floyd Mayweather, pretty boy Floyd, really want to get in the ring with this guy? And I know the issue was there was some steroids involved or something like, or he went not steroids, but maybe, maybe he didn't want to take the urine test. He didn't want to take a blood test hours before the fight. Right. That's yeah, that that was that was kind of crazy, man. But that, it was a good fight. If you get a chance to uh, check it out, you know they're gonna replay it because they got to make their money off it. But yeah, he really destroyed this guy, Margarita, man. It was it was a lopsided victory. He beat this guy for twelve rounds. Twelve wow. rounds, we beat him up, and his corner didn't even stop it. But this is what yeah, he said. They, if, uh, him and, if him and Mayweather fight, it's going to be Mayweather. It has to be Mayweather's last fight. You know, he can't be doing that, you know, that one and two, like, you know, Hitman Hearns and Sugar Ray and them did back in the day. It's going to be one fight, all the money, all the marbles, and call it a day. Both of them, because I, I figured like this, both of them might retire after that one fight because they're both going to make well over $100 million apiece. Yeah, and I, but I still think it's a question of what uh, Floyd has some going on with his uh, baby mother out in Vegas. So I, I don't know if that fight gonna take place anytime soon. Because when you get in the ring, when you get in any type of sport like that, you have to be thinking. 
that's it's more technical than anything. Uh, some of these guys are technicians. They they watch this film, they study the film. And any, at any level, if you're at any level of the game of your sport, boxing, football, baseball, basketball, whatever, you you got to be in there with the right mindset. And if he's going through this stuff off the off the field or out the ring, I don't know if Pac he's gonna be able to handle with the hang with Pac Man. Yeah, and be honest with you, I don't think so neither. But you know what? It is what it is. And, you know, we've said that before about Mayweather, and we went out there and handled his business. So, you know, it's just it's gonna have, the fight's going to have to take place to shut up everybody, all the naysayers. It's going to have to take place sooner or later. So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. All right, man. We, we if you Like I said, if you get a chance, check it out, man. But this guy got beat down. His eyes were closed. And then he broke the socket of one of his eyes. He said an orbital bone. But it was closed like in the fourth round. Yeah, he was it was he was beating he was sticking this guy. I mean he was in he Margarita had his, his guard up, both hands up. He was still getting in there. He was smacking him in the fight face, smacking him in the jaw, in the ear. I know his ear was ringing all night. He was killing mm, this guy. Yeah, I'm not a big I mean, you know, boxing is this what it is. On to the next one. On to the next. So what's going on with your team, man? You was man, in you was in Philly. Know, you had to been doing something with your team, you was in Philly. Yeah, I was just, well, you know, high school team, we lost. We got a, we got a shellacking. We got ran through. We had run them up. We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock man, us on Friday night, 39 nothing to a team we should have crushed. Y'all lost 39 nothing and y'all should have crushed them? Huh? Y'all lost 39 nothing and y'all should have crushed them? We lost 39 nothing in the playoffs. First game of the playoffs. And I swear to you, it looked like what ha- whatever team played the last five weeks of the season didn't show up. Look like the team that played the first game, two games of the season. Oh, okay. Well, sure, man. That, again, you probably you dealing with some kids. Yeah, you know what? It is what it is. So, you know, I had to wake up Saturday morning, get the PA. You know, get my team. I got twenty guys on the contract right now. Trying to get about fifteen more. Call it a day. Uh, we're just preparing. You know, for our seasons open up in February, man. So it's exciting up here in Lehigh Valley, the Allentown, Bethlehem, and surrounding areas. It's a lot of fun, man. We're we're ramping up for for a nice inaugural season. So all the, uh, on the roster, you can only have thirty five guys, or that's all you need is thirty five guys. You say you got. Well, two. you can bring forty five guys in the camp. Uh huh. Gonna bring in thirty five guys in the camp. I got a thirty man roster. I'm not trying. I got a week. I have a week of camp before we prepare for our first game. Okay, and you can't practice any time before that. You just get a week of camp. It's against league rules anytime before that. And you know, guys live other places, so they always got to come in town. So don't everybody be in town February 11th. Our first game is February 24th. Um, I think it's February 24th. Man, if it wasn't so cold, I'd come out there. You're you going to be in uh, ah, it's Philadelphia. It's freezing out there. I still... Yeah, we're going to be inside, though, baby. Come on now. Don't disrespect you, boy. Um, but, you know, so, with, you know, a week, I don't want to have to do a whole lot of cutting. I want to get as many guys as going to be with the team. I want to get them as many reps as possible during camp. So, the uh, first couple of days, I'm going to cut people, and then we're going to go with the 30-man roster from that point on and rock and roll. Yeah, okay, well, sure, as long as you got your, uh, so you already had, when you took the job, was there a coaching staff in place, or you already, or you put these guys together that quick? Uh, there was no coaching staff in place. I went on and got, I hired all my own coaches. You can go on, you can go on www.lbstillhawks.com and you can check out the coaches I have. You know, all the coaches have indoor arena experience. Uh-huh. He's a player of coaching. One of my coaches was uh, a different league's coach of the year. Uh, you know, another coach has been, you know, been a coordinator and has played a little bit of the game. You know, so, you know, we have a lot of experience. Um, I have a lot of experience on the coaching staff that I personally picked myself. So, 
Okay, and then what was that website? You was breaking up since you were on 95 South. Um, what was the website again? WW what? www.lvsteelhawks.com. Oh, lvsteelhawks.com. Yeah, buddy. www.lvsteelhawks.com. All right, well, we check it out, man. Uh, I, I, might, I may come to a game. I don't know, man. It's so cold, and it's February. No, let me ask you a question. What's up with your Washington Redskins, man? My Washington why, Redskins? One, why would they sign Donovan to a $78 million contract? They're going to either trade them, and now it's going to be hard to trade them or get rid of them for next season. First of all, I'm a Cardinals fan. And I don't, I've never liked the Washington Redskins. Actually, I grew up, and we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about Donovan, and we're going to talk about Michael Vick. But first of all, I grew up a Dallas Cowboys fan. When they cut Tom Landry, um, not cut him, when they fired him inappropriately, didn't even, that's a guy you ask, you know, would you please come sit into the, uh, you know, come into the front office and get a job. They just let him go. And Jerry Jones, now, he, he got Super Bowls out of a, uh, you know what he's done, but I don't think you can do anything good and expect something good to happen to you. But when well, they come, Jerry Jones is feeling that karma right now. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think they just—I mean, they. Well, when they let that guy go, that's when I stopped liking Dallas Cowboys. Plus, the Dallas Cowboys was doing all this drug stuff. Do you remember that 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 time where the whole team was doing? Not, I wouldn't say the whole team. Most of their guys was doing drugs or something, something illegal or something bad was happening to the Dallas Cowboys. So I couldn't really. Get down with them like that, uh, especially that. I think at that point I didn't drink or do anything. I don't even know if I cursed at that time. Oh yeah, you've been cursing since I know. <laughs> so I know that ain't true. No nah, man, I didn't start cursing since I got in college. They say college was supposed to be the best time in your life. Man, I did some things in college. Okay, I ain't argue with you. Um, but look, no, nah, I'm a Cardinals fan, man. But I do want to. We could touch on this. Um, we could touch on the, the Dallas situation. They just blew it up too much. You, I mean, they wanted to be the first team. I, I remember when. In '95, uh, we it was a Super Bowl here, and all Buddy Ryan was saying, "Well, we got to be the first team to play in our own stadium for a Super Bowl." And I think they with the Dallas, and and that was in '95, so 2010, uh, 2010, they they could put so much marketing on that, so much publicity. But I think it was just too much weight for the team, too much weight for the coaching staff uh, to to try to put that product on the field to win to win and they do have a lot of players in place they have good players in place but they just can't do it they're more concerned about how the people they put in that big huge arena huge stadium than winning football games and i think that's from the ownership that starts from the top on work, work his way down wade Phillips was a scapegoat wait he still have to pay oh my god he still yeah. had to pay him for another uh year so yeah wade phillips was unjustly fired i, yeah. I do believe that as a coach and been in the game for as long as i've been in yeah. the game you know it these Bama's got to go out and play. When you got Bama's holding up, not playing, not catching balls. What you call them, Bama's? Yeah, all of them in Dallas are Bama's. <laughs> when you got all them Bama's, I mean, in, in, any athlete that's getting paid the money, they're getting play, paid, and they go out there and they half-ass it. You know, to me, that ain't fair. It ain't fair to Wade Phillips, you know, Jason Garrett, when he wants to come here and all of a sudden he wants to do this and do that. Well, Bama, you should have been doing that while you're the OC. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me uh, wrap a taste with you about that. Now, Jason K- Garrett, he put up yeah. one of his best coaching out, out uh, displays that he, since he's been there. I mean, they were talking about running the football. He didn't run the football. I don't know if he was sabotaged. I don't know if he was trying to sabotage Wade Phillips or not. Uh, but you know de- he didn't coach the defense, so defense they had to play a lot better than they did play. But they ran the ball in Dallas last week, and they w- they beat the Giants. And, and the gra- so, well, if you ain't putting up points, how what can I mean? You got to put up points also. That's why they call it offense. 
Yeah, we got to put up points, but shoot. So, and yet not turn the ball over and put the defense in awkward position. I mean, defense do it, just stop, you know, four and out, ten and out, or whatever, no, no points. You come in there, throw a pick, you know, and they come out, they get the ball on the seventh, defense coming back out two plays later. I mean, I understand they're NFL, they're NFL guys, they should be conditioned to the best. But, geez, I mean, you can't put defense in a position not to be successful. That's so, the problem. You know, for Jason Garrett to run his mouth, you know, about we're going to do this and do this now, well, you are, you were handpicked by Jerry Jones. You should have been doing it from the get-go. Yeah, at, to, make, to make that team so, successful. I, I've been Phillips since, two, to nine, since 2002. When he, known, where, uh, where was he? He was in, he was in uh, Buffalo, wasn't he? You said 2002. 2002 was in Buffalo, but his son played in the Arena League quarterback. Uh-huh. So I met Wade um, then in San Diego. And I tell you what, I know for a fact that... No, 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 2002, yeah, he was in San Diego because I was out there. Go ahead. And um, I, I can guarantee, I know for a fact, dude, that Wade Phillips let Jason Garrett do what Jason Garrett wanted to do as a coach. So for all of a sudden, for for Jason Garrett to say, all, all of a sudden now, we're going to do this. If, that was, if that's what you wanted, then so be it. Yeah. You, know, you should have you stepped up and said, that's self during while you're at the beginning of the season. Same like and when I came to Mesa last year. A lot of things I didn't like, I stepped up and, and, and said something and made it my own. Yeah. Well, like you said, man, he was handpicked by Jerry Jones, so that's what it is. I don't know if he was sabotaging. But we'll come back, and we'll get into the Donald McNabb situation. Also touch on Mike. Not not just touch on Mike Fair. We'll talk about that because he has a big year coming up. Kwame Lassie Sports Sometime. Rich Show with Ken from the ATL. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a business ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities join host nick murphy for heroes radio hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars it's sports community entertainment and fun and it's all part of heroes radio Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports. 
with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwamela Sports Sometimes Rich Show. We came from ATL. You just listened to Rich and myself. Hey, the number is 888-346-9144. And he talking about he on the roll again. All right, Bama. You talking about some Bamas. You 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 the main one. Well, get my Willie Nelson on. <laughs> hey, man, let's talk about this uh, Donald McNair situation. Now, yeah, what's up with that? How you give him, that's my dude, you give him $78 million, but... You give him $78 million after you bench him two weeks ago, tell him he's fat, he can't run an offense, and then you give him $78 million. And he, but he did the same thing on last night that he did nine years ago when he signed that $120 million contract. He went out and shit the bed the night of the game. Maybe it might be the... Um... So a family show, I apologize. What you say, you cash? I, yeah, I said doo-doo. Oh, okay, yeah. Dion, um, bleak that out for the uh, listeners. Uh, no, seriously though. Look, if he um, he got. I don't know if it's seven eight million dollars. They're talking about it's a seven eight million dollar extension, forty million of it guaranteed. Donovan's thirty three. Now that has nothing to do with anything. If you can play football, you can play football. Uh, Brett Favre still can play some football. He's forty one years old. But True. but but he gets in a uh, what Snyder is doing, or what I think he did. First of all. It was an apology for calling him stupid and out of shape. Forty million dollars. I'll take a ten million dollar a year apology guaranteed for four years. So forty of it. So forty of it is guaranteed. Now if it's seven, eight million dollars, now that's just adding icing on the cake right there. Let's just say he's not the starting quarterback. They have him for five years. He can't quit. It's not like baseball or basketball where you don't want to play anymore and you um you get to keep your contract. He can't he can't quit unless he some of his contract goes back to the team. Now, Snyder, the quarterback comes in. Let's say Cam Newton come in next year, two years, to back up Donovan. Well, he got a good backup quarterback at a high price. At the same time, he it was through apologies and, and Shanahan and them, them guys calling him, uh, saying he can't do this, he can't do that, he can't think, he's out of shape. But, you know, he'd be a good backup for somebody if he stick around and if he accept that role. And and I'm saying this in two or three years. It's a five year deal, so they'll have him. He'll be the quarterback for three more years. They'll have him for two more years as a backup role. Well, I I still think they might have signed him to make it easier for another team to trade for him, that he can go out and actually start for five years, like in Arizona, like in San Francisco. Well, he's I, I I really can't see him. Michael Vick, Jamarcus Russell, um, Tavares Jackson, um, 
What other quarterbacks? Uh, I can't really see them quarterbacking for their Arizona Cardinals. I've never seen it since I've been here. I've never seen it, but I can't see them quarterback. Now that'll be a great. It'll be a great fit. It'll be a great fit for those guys. Donovan lives here in town. They want to sell jerseys. They because they want to fill the stadium. Then get a guy like him. But if Snyder, if that's what he did, Snyder signed them for a sign and trade for probably next year for somebody else to pick that contract up. Then no, he's a smart businessman. That's why he he makes. That type of money. That's why he could keep a team uh, like the Washington Redskins. But I, I, yeah, I think that's exactly what was done. I don't think I don't see him staying here past this season. And if he does stay here, then that's on him. But I really don't see the purpose of him staying here. You know, they need to upgrade their. You know, I know Don has always done more with the less, but he really has less now. He has no running game. The Washington Redskins running backs suck. Yeah, you know, they do. The, the receiving core is horrible. I mean, just putrid. Chris Cooley is so is so often hurt. He's not very. He can't stay healthy. And so you know, but like I said, Dom has always Dom has always had tight end. I'm where he's been. When he was in Philly, we had no receivers. He always had tight end. You know, so he doesn't have a tight end because Chris Cooley can't stay in the game. Right. So it's kind of hard for me to see him there. It really is. I don't foresee it happening no longer than maybe the rest of the season. Yeah, well, he, he just you hit the nail on the head. When he was in Philadelphia, he didn't have a whole lot of talent. But then he wins NFC Championship games. Uh, he goes to the Super Bowl. And they lose. The, they lose. To, I think it was the New England Patriots. He didn't have talent. He does all this to a team who didn't want him coming out of the draft, coming out of coming into the draft, coming out of Syracuse. He goes to Washington. He has nothing. He has nothing. Who was that? Santana Moss. Moss. Yeah, Santana Ross. Yeah, he's five eight. Man, I'm not saying he's a good possession receiver, but they throw to him too much for. Uh, a number two or number three receiver, and then yeah, they, I think they, I think Joey Galloway is over there, if I'm not mistaken. Joey's here too, but you know Joey's 97 years old. Joey still got the legs on him. He's a smart receiver, but seriously, who's gonna what defensive back is gonna look at him and, and feel threatened? Like I really gotta get over the top of this guy. Right, not 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 like the Joey Galloway that came out of uh, Ohio State or the Ohio State. Um, but you know if. He, I've seen him get behind some people, and I've seen this was early in the season. And I've seen Donovan overthrow him. They just don't have any chemistry over there yet. Maybe the off season. Well, the season started off in Washington crazy anyway. With the um, uh, the defense alignment and Shanahan uh, with the ego trip, both of these guys ego tripping, trying to see who's going to give up first. It started off wrong. So we don't want to come into a new team with that type of nonsense. What Shanahan wanted to do was uh, let everybody know I'm the coach of this team. I'm leading. I'm the captain of the ship. Uh, but you, you can't you can't come into a situation and then you have a new quarterback with too much turmoil. Well, also, Quam, you got to also understand too that you know I'm at the toll booth right now, people. So bear with me. <laughs> uh, you also do got to understand that most of these people, um, most of these people don't. You know, Donovan. They always say Donovan's always had, uh, like, like I said, did less. Did more with less. Now everybody say Dominic is not an accurate quarterback. But when Dominic went to the Super Bowl with Terrell Owens, he was hitting Terrell Owens on the dime. When Dominic has a receiver, he's very accurate. When he doesn't have a receiver and garbage receivers, when he's not very accurate because he had nobody to throw the ball to. No, I'm not saying he can't. Uh, we, we, as a quarterback, you either a passer or you a thrower. Michael Vick came into a uh, when he came into the league, he was a uh, thrower. He was just throw the ball. He had a strong arm. Uh, he's turning into a passer now. I'm not saying Donovan can't throw the ball. He can't pass the ball. I'm sorry. I'm just saying 
with the team they have with Joey Galloway, Santana Moss, I, I, I can't even name name the receivers they have over there. They they got a uh, Cooley. Is it Cooley over there? He's probably yeah, he's probably the guy coaching. Well, Cooley Cooley uh, is probably most the most consistent guy over there in our offense. Um, but you know you don't give Donovan any weapons. Expect him to come in and save your team. Yeah, you got to do a lot of whole free agency trading. I'm talking about getting some veteran free agency. You got to do a you got to do well in the draft this year because you're probably going to be one of the top ten teams to get you know, have a pick. But you got to put people around this guy if you want to win football games. Then then that's what you have to do. Well, I think that they, what they could have done was they could have really went out went after Vincent Jackson in San Diego, brought him in early. They could have got him for what like a second or third round pick. Yeah, they they could have done that. They should have done that. Um, but I think uh, what, what was going over there? He was him. He and uh, AJ, the uh, general manager over there, was going at it with some. They they was playing the ego game. Um, but you know the situation Vince Jackson was in; it'll never happen again because of the, the CBA and, and 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 what's in place and how things going to be rewritten in the um, the NFL book or the free agency book. I'm sorry, yeah, the CBA. That that situation could never happen again. It'll never happen again. That's the only time he hold him holding out after four years. Um, Going into his fifth year, where he'll be able to sit out and bargain for another contract, and um, you know he put up the numbers, he deserved to get paid. But at the same time, what he did is got two DUIs. And certain teams are just not going to tolerate that type of that type of outside nonsense. Now, you talking about some stuff he did off the field, as opposed to he, what he did on the field, uh, and they and they weigh each other out. But then you got the team, you got that image of well, you can come here if you got DUIs or if you got domestic violence or whatever kind of trouble you get in. Um, I've seen guys get contracts for less. I've seen guys uh, do probably 30 days in jail for killing somebody. I've seen guys uh, come back, you know, from some nonsense uh, DUIs and play in the same game the next day. So I don't know if Vincent Jackson, I think that stuff in San Diego is more of an ego. And, again, A.J., he just, you know, he, he's he's always been that same guy. So it's not like a surprise that he and Vincent Jackson couldn't put it together or they couldn't work out a sign and trade with this team. He's gonna make sure well, if you're not gonna get paid or you're not gonna produce for us. Now nah, I don't know if he's saying this, that you're not gonna produce for anybody else. He comes back this week. He comes back this week. He can play next week. Yeah, but who cares? I mean, it's good for Philip Rivers, who's probably gonna be the uh, MVP. Uh, it's good for him, and it's good for the team because they're making a run for the AFC Championship, which is wide open now. After Kansas City get debacled, well, Michael Vick will be the National Football League MVP this year. Who will MVP. Michael Vick? He's not MVP. Something ain't right. Michael Vick's not going to be MVP. I think. Oh, well, okay. I'm talking about offensive MVP, and I think if you're the offensive MVP, I think it goes to Philip Rivers. In my opinion, this guy throws for 300 something yards. Michael Vick. How many points filled up his score last night? Yeah, I saw that. That don't make him MVP after one game. Michael Vick scored every one of those points. So he get MVP for one game. So the season end right now, and he only played for three games. He's MVP. He had. He's very. He's been very. He's probably been a better been a better situation than. And he's missed three games. I think I don't. I don't know the stats right now because I'm driving. I really can't pull them up. But just because Philip Rivers is leading the league in passing yards, but they have weight have more losses. Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers and the San Diego Chargers are leading the league in everything. It's unfortunately they are four and four and five or four and six something like that. I'll pull it up in a second. But uh. He throws for 300-plus yards every time. He put them in such 
he doesn't have Antonio Gates. He doesn't have a running game over there. He has to pass. He's playing against good competition. It's not unlike, uh, you know, some of these teams that, like, unlike the Jets. Now, I don't know how the Jets get a schedule like that. They they play in nobody. I don't know how they, I don't know how Oakland has a schedule like that where they go to Pittsburgh, then they go to Indianapolis. But the but the uh, Phillip Rivers, they are playing against teams, you know, because they they always right there, so they get the tough they get the tough battles. They get the tough. Um, well, they got they in the AFC West with the Oakland, Kansas City. <laughs> yeah, but I'm talking about teams outside no, of their outside of their division. They playing against some good teams. Okay, well. So, but but Philip Rivers is probably the MVP at this point. Uh, you want to give it to Peyton Manning uh, for the things he's doing over there with no weapons, but he's not really winning games. You give it to Philip. Oh, he's winning games. Sorry, he's winning games. But Philip Rivers and the numbers he's putting up. He's right now, in my opinion, the offensive MVP of the National Football League. Hey, we'll, hey, well, we'll come back, man. We'll talk about we'll, – we'll get into Vic. You talking about every point that was scored he was involved with? Of course, he's the quarterback. Kwame Lasso Sports, sometime Rich Show with Ken from the ATL. We'll be back in two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. 
your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lasseter Sports. Sometime Rich, with Ken from the ATL show. Kid didn't get a train run on him. He's in ATL Atlanta doing something. Um, oh, oh, he's, oh, he's in training. I think that's what he said. Uh, Coach B is on a he's on the road, ninety five South. We were talking about uh, Coach. We were talking about the um, Donald McNabb situation. I do want to talk about Michael Vicks too, also. But here, here, let me read a little bit to you. <clears throat> on Monday, Donald McNabb and the Washington Redskins reached an agreement for five year contract on Tuesday. The deal details become public. Throughout a source of the NFL Association, McNabb's five-year extension is worth $70 million and can get up to $78.5 million if he's active roster for every game in the five seasons. The deal maximizes value is $88.5 million if McNabb leads his team to a Super Bowl victory every year. That is crazy. Every year, Super Bowl victory for five years. But the real question is how, well, how much he'll actually earn if whether he'll be in Washington or not. One of the contract's most significant points is the payment due to the offseason when the Redskins must decide whether or not to pay McNabb a $10 million option bonus. If they do, it would trigger the rest of the contract and make Washington liable for McNabb's $2.5 million base salary in 2011. So in essence, the Redskins paid McNabb $3.75 million. In 2010, the rights to pay him $12.5 million, that'll be in 2011, and control his rights. If the Redskins cut Donovan after uh, the season, trade him, um, you know, do, then they're off the hook for $3.7 million. So what? So it boils down to deal real – it boils down to a guaranteed $3.5 million through McNabb's suffer a catastrophe injury or a season never play again. He will receive $25 million. And, and we talked about the guaranteed um, $40 million. So it's really a $25 million guarantee. And, and I can tell you, it'll break it down right here for you. 2010, 3.5 million signing bonus, 250,000 if he's on active eight games, which you know he should be active eight games. But I've seen Boomer Sison get benched because he was about to make 400,000. 2011, 10 million dollars, same thing, 2.5 million salary, um, then a 750,000 if he's active 16 games, 250,000 to work out, two million possible playoff incentives. And it goes on 12 point I mean, the same thing as far as on the back end, but in the front end of those numbers from 2012, 12.7, 2013, 13 million, 2014, 13.7, uh, and 2015,13.5, uh, with the same uh, workout bonuses, 250,000 to work out. Uh, he works out anyway. But if Donovan's got this number up here, what do, what do you think, um, in your opinion, Michael Vick is getting next year? And does he stay in Philadelphia with Kevin Cobb, who's got, I think Kevin Cobb signed a contract extension this year or last year. What does uh, Michael Vick, in your opinion, get? I don't know. I can't sit there put my finger on Michael and get close to three figures, three million. You know, it's going to be at least, you know, $100 million. Right. Why not? I mean, well, $100 million, somebody's going to lock him in for a long deal. Odds of him staying in Philadelphia, I mean – no, you don't know. You don't know what Philly's going to do. Who thought that? Who thought they would have traded to Washington? Who thought that Mike was going to surpass Kevin Cobb as a starting quarterback? And who thought Mike was going to go back to Mike in 02, 03, as far as running the ball? I mean, you know, Mike is single-handedly, you know, 
single-handedly won games for the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, last night he threw four touchdown passes, threw four touchdown passes, and ran two others. Yeah, I, I'd say um, I say he's looking easily at a um, hundred million plus dollar deal uh, easily, um, and he gets that back. You know, before he went into uh, before he got in trouble and he left the game for two years, he was making a uh, hundred and ten, I think it was, million dollars. Uh, and, yeah. and it, and it's it's unfortunate that he had to give all that back. He had to do some things, but he's put himself in a situation. I think he uses time wisely. He uses time well. I think he mature being off the field, and, and I don't know if that situation. Um, well, I do believe that situation in itself matured him a whole lot, a great deal. He had a lot of good people in his Tony Dungy. He had a lot of good people in his corner, but um, I think he's mature a whole lot being off the football field as opposed to being on it. Because when he came back, he came back as a passer. He came back as a quarterback where instead of the old Michael Vick scrambling, looking to run, he's scrambling, looking to pass the ball with the option that I know I can run still. Yeah. And and, and he he displayed that last night. Yes, he did. I was impressed as a, you know, as a defensive-minded coach. But, you know, I love my offense, love my quarterbacks. I just think that last night he was just, I mean, if he put on a clinic as a running, as a passing quarterback that can run. He reminded me a lot of of, of a of a young Steve Young. I hate to put that, but that's who he reminded a lot of last night when Steve would throw the ball, but he knew he could run if he had to. Right. Yeah. No. And, and Steve Young uh, gives Donovan. I mean, I'm sorry. Gives Michael Vick a lot of uh, credit for what he's doing there because he's setting his feet to throw the ball instead of throwing on the run. He he has become more accurate since been since he's been back into the football game. Now, I believe, and I think you believe, that he will get a hundred hundred million dollar plus deal to play football somewhere. I think um, it's only right that he give Philadelphia that first option, and it might not be a hundred dollar, hundred million dollar. It may come down to like ninety five. But this is a team that accepted him back uh, and gave him another chance. Uh, I don't know the ins and outs behind it, but. He did come to the Philadelphia Eagles, and you you mentioned something about was Cobb going to be the starter. I I knew I had a good feeling that when Vic was there, even though Donovan and Cobb was there, that he was going to surpass uh, the two of those guys eventually. All he has to do is get back on the football field. You can't put him in a wildcat and expect him to do some things. You got Ronnie Brown and and um, Ronnie Brown doing down in Miami. He's a he's a quarterback. His whole mindset has been the quarterback. He never strayed away. Well, put me in a slot. Let me do this. And I I think he I know he want to win. Put him be in a position to win football games wherever he is on the field. But you know this guy's a quarterback. This oh, is definitely. And you got you know Mike Mike <laughs> Mike is done with everything Mike's been asked to do. You know he took his he took his punishment. He took his lumps. And back out doing what it is that he loves to do. And to be completely honest with his play is showing that he loves to do it. He's loving what he's doing. And he's appreciative of his second chance. Oh, he is. He's having fun. And that's one of the first things he said. Uh, he's, he's not going to – he said he's not going to take advantage of his opportunity. But what he meant to say, he's not going to uh, blow the opportunity that he have now. Uh, I think so. He, he He's having fun. You can tell he's out there having fun. He's trying to win more games. And you know what? He looks focused, too. He lifts focus when he's on that field. He's focused until it's a touchdown. Then he goes and celebrate with his team. But he looks focused, man. He looks like he's ready to take over. That he has a he's thirty years old. He has a good if he won't. He has a good seven years left at quarterback. 
I think I, I don't see why the way uh, about seven, eight years. You know, he took two years, had two years off, so you give him another year, year and a half more than that. So I say, you know, Mike will be done another eight years by 2017, 2018. Mike's talking about retiring if nothing bad happens. Yeah, or you know what? He's gonna always be that guy where even if um, even after seven years, he doesn't want to play football anymore, or he's thinking about retiring. There's going to be teams that say, well, would you come be a backup for us and we'll give you $2 million to be a backup, $2 million a year just to back up in case, worst case scenario. And, and that'll be good. That'll, that'll be, you know, he, he has to make up for a whole lot of lost money that he lost, a whole lot of lost money uh, that he had from when he left Atlanta. So I, yeah. I, I, it'll, be, it'll be a good deal for him, man, a real good deal. And then, uh, you know, he, he's not the – I mean, I know you want him to be the MVP, and he's doing a lot of great things, man. The first play of the game, he goes bomb Jackson. I think it was about 83 yards. And you see the strike. You see what he threw. You see the dime, the rope that that ball was put on and where it fell. Man, I'm telling you, Michael Vick is the National Football NFL's MVP, and I don't get what no one says. You don't? I won't bet till the end. He, what he's doing right now, no one else can, is doing. <laughs> he's willing him personally willing that team to win. What he's doing right now, no one else can do. They can't do what Michael Vick do. There's only one Michael Vick in the league. There is not a there is not a quarterback in the National Football League today that can do what Michael Vick is doing right now or can do. There's not a guy. Not a guy. And I like Troy Smith in uh, San Francisco. He's he's on a three-game winning streak. Uh, but they're trying to put this guy behind the eight ball every time since he came out of Ohio State, since he, he won the Heisman. Uh, he was in Baltimore for a spell. But they, they don't really give this guy a chance. Now he has a good chance. He has two idiot quarterbacks, Alex Smith, and uh, I think Carr was there and still there in San Fran. What's up? You you breaking up. Yeah, I'm because you're talking. I know because I'm talking. The Kwame Lasso Sports. Baltimore. He, what happened was he got uh, tonsillitis or mono or something. So? And he lost like 18 to 20-something pounds. And so, that's when Joe Flacco was to start because he was supposed to come in and start that year. So that and means, Black- so that means start, cut him? Starting. That means cut him. Well, I mean, you don't really don't need him no more, so you don't. Uh, they, they cut him after the first after last season. I think he stayed on the two seasons. Okay, he, if a guy, uh, if I draft a guy and he gets mono and gets sick, I'm gonna give him a chance to get healthy and come back and, and vibe for his starting job. Now, Flacco is the right guy for the job in, in Baltimore, but I'm gonna find out if he is, and I'm gonna give Troy Smith a chance to battle for his job back. Well, Troy Smith came back. He won that Pittsburgh game last year. Yeah, right. I mean, Troy, Came in every opportunity to get the stop starting his job back. But again, you know, Flacco, you know, it's, was what? 20 something single digits and losses? I mean, you got to give him an opportunity to keep the position. I, I am. I will give Troy Smith. I'm t- Troy Smith, every opportunity they had when this guy came out, they, they, they can't, they say it, it's some knock they had to put on him. You just don't win the Heisman. I mean, you're the best in the college yeah, right I'm now. You about the, his height. It was always talking about he was too short to this, too short for that. Michael Vick is only um, six foot. I know the guy. You know the guy. He's only six foot tall. Yeah. Hey, we'll come back, man, finish up the last segment. This is Kwame Lasso Sports. Sometimes Rich will care from the ATS show. 888-346-9144. You want to call in and join the last segment. We'll be back in two minutes. Beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the 
shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. To left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Every Monday, tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, will present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views, is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Hey, welcome back to the Corner of the Sports. Sometime Rich with Ken from the ATS show. We are back for the last segment. Then I'm on my way to the Phoenician to go golfing. 888-346-9144. Got Coach B on the line on 95 South. If you know anything yeah. about 95 South, I'm surprised you ain't got pulled over yet. Well, I'll be rolling. I'm at, I'm at like 86 right now. Yeah, 95 South, boy. I get, every time I'm on 95 South, I get pulled over. Well, well let's knock on wood. I, I, I don't get pulled over at all. Thank God. I know how to drive. That don't mean you don't know how to drive. I, mean, I don't you look get... like no Bama driving down the road like you. Who's <laughs> Bama? All right, man. Well, well, Oh my look! Uh, I think Adrian Peterson, Adrian Peterson, running back from Minnesota Vikings, fast on the field and behind the wheel, got pulled over for his second DUI in 14 months. Damn! Mm. Why DUIs? Man, I don't understand that. What you, tell me what you understand. I'll explain it to you. I don't understand the stupidity of these these guys got by driving behind the wheel while they're drunk. Well, he wasn't. He did. Well, let me let me break this down to you. Because you had a beer doesn't mean you doesn't mean you drunk. It means you got alcohol in your system and they can pull you over. You can have a you can be drunk the the day before you could have a, a party yesterday, get pulled over today, and you still got alcohol in your system. 
So they, they might have pulled him over for something else, uh, and then, you know, he smelled alcohol. They could have pulled up. First of all, these athletes, these world-class athletes in all these major sports, they like to think they're Superman, they're invincible. Uh, they feel like they can still drive their car when they've drink, when they've had a drink or two. I mean, they, they, just because they're not wobbling uh, out of the club, just because you had a, a few drinks at the bar and you can stand up, see, it, you don't, you're not drunk at that point. point. You are drunk when you get in that car and start driving when the time, when it catches up to you. Because you may be 200 pounds, two beers is not going to do anything to you. You may be, well, you may be 300. I'm, I'm trying to explain to you, Bama. You may be 250 pounds, Damn. and you've been drinking and drinking. You're not drunk at the bar. You're drunk once you get in that car and you start driving because then it's starting to catch up to you. But you act like I don't know that. For, what I'm saying is this. You don't know it. I'm telling you. You, you, you just asked me. You don't understand. I'm explaining to you what these, the mentality is of these guys. What they thinking? But common sense, Kwame. If you've been drinking, okay, the speed limit 55, you better be going between 55 and 57. That way they don't have no reason to pull you over. They're going to have a reason to pull him over. First of all, he's driving something nice. He's in Minnesota, and he's uh. And I'm sure his license plate says AP. And it, yeah, I thought he's country now. He's from, North Carolina, he's from Texas. That's what they do. Yeah, it, it's, well... Uh, there's a lot of good cops out there. There's a lot of jerk cops out there too. That's right. I said it. They pulled me over enough. So. Oh yeah, they are. They got a little bit of both out there. You know, the good ones and the bad ones. And unfortunately, the, the good ones are the ones who take all the brunt from the bad ones. Bad ones, all of a sudden now they they get behind a badge and a gun. They Superman. Well, yeah. Well, he got his uh, Adrian Peterson, the Minnesota Vikings running back, has his second DUI. Um, you know what? He got a speeding ticket. He didn't get a DUI. But that, but that's um, you know, who's who's to say he wasn't driving? He probably got a fast car. Sometimes you got to feel. Tracy Chapman. But look, you <laughs> look. Let me let me. Um, he got he got two speeding tickets in fourteen months. Let me ask you this: If um, uh, you, you in a, a Maserati, um, and you are uh, Adrian Peterson, you, no, you in a Maserati. I'm in a Maserati, and you a crooked police officer. You pull me over, and then you know who I am. You give me a ticket. If I'm on the road by myself, I'll probably give you a ticket. I'll let you go. I should ask somebody else. You can't say that because you know I beat you up. But I mean, I should ask somebody else. That's I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> I'll throw you right over the bridge. <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah, you know what, man? Foul play. Hey, man, look. Let me ask you this. Uh, uh, they tried the, um, the Tennessee Titans. Give me your opinion on Randy Moss going there and him, him only, he only having one reception. That does open up a whole lot of things for uh, Chris Johnson, but was 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 that a good move for the Tennessee Titans? After he, let me give you, let me let me break it down. Let me paint the picture for you. We only got five minutes. Um, after what he did in New England, and then went back to apologize New England, so they got him out of there. Then went to Minnesota, played for about two games, two or three games. Uh, Minnesota trains, trains uh, gets a third round, gives up a third round for him. Does Coach Jeff Fisher uh, make the right decision bringing him in? Well, I personally think he did number one because it stopped New England from getting him again. See, that's what that's what the rumor was. Is that I said that I said he'll go right back to New England. And what Jeff Fisher did, he picked him up number one and they lost Kenny Britt for seven or eight weeks. So they didn't really have a go-to big receiver. Randy Moss comes in there that opens it wide up for Chris um, Chris Johnson. And number two, it stops the New England Patriots from getting uh, Randy Moss again to push them back over the hump. 
because they were they were going to get them. That was all the other team was going was going to get them would be New England. Well, why would they let them go? Let me answer that. Ask they you let, that. They let them go to prove a point to him. That point was proven. That's why he was, you know, like a boyfriend and girlfriend. Like when you break up a boyfriend, I'm this, I'm wrong. All of a sudden, I don't care what you say. All of a sudden, she she chunking deuces to him, and all of a sudden he on he on on the radio talking about in quiet storm. Tell him how much you miss that lover. <laughs> he on the quiet storm. Hey, look. So you Randy approve. Moss, you, quiet storm, you know, and said what he had to say to the New England Patriots. You know, loving up. Then he might as well stuck his tongue down Bob Kraft's throat on national TV. Easy. Him, all of them, the way he did it. So, I mean, and it was because they was going to get him back. So, so you going to prove a point to me by cutting me and then bringing me back because it's a boyfriend and girlfriend relationship. Make up to break up or break, break up to make up. They proved the point because they could. Huh. And let Randy Moss know you are not bigger than this team. Well, he's not because that's Tom Brady's team. But um, that's Tom Brady's team. He, he, he's not at all. Um, but I think uh, the situation that he only had one reception in the Tennessee game. I, how long you think Randy Moss gonna allow that to happen? You think if they go into this game next week, uh, Collins only threw it to him. Collins didn't even throw the ball. Collins started the game, and he's out with some type of ankle injury or leg calf injury for two weeks. Vince Jones comes in late in the game and throws a pass down to Randy Moss. One reception. One reception. One game, one reception. He was only there for three days. I guarantee you. Okay. Randy Moss this week. Randy Moss will have his catches and so forth. And the Tennessee Titans will start rolling. And when they start rolling, I feel bad for everybody in that division. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think it's going to last if he uh, catches one. I think it'll last if they do the right thing. Uh, because I th- who was it? Britt? Kenny Britt? Is that his name? Yeah, the receiver in Tennessee. He's out. And yeah. I, I don't know if they got – you say they did it so New England wouldn't get him. I think because Britt was out, they pulled it, They needed another receiver, and that's probably the top yeah. receiver out there. That was two reasons. No, don't get me wrong. <clears throat> I'm just understand this. Randy, after the end of the season, Randy a free agent. Yeah, right, he is. Now, he, if, but he wanted to get – if Randy would just play football, don't worry about Wes Welker getting all those passes – he may have a Super Bowl ring. I think the Super Bowl rings will have to come through uh, New England or uh, or Pittsburgh out of the AFC. I think the uh, out of the AFC is going to be coming to one of those teams. The Jets will be all right, but they're still not that much that much mature than those two teams they have to play. Well, I don't know about that. I'm not too fond of the Jets are going to do what everybody thinks the Jets are going to do. No, that's why I said New England and Pittsburgh. I said when it comes down to it, the Jets are not going to be able to uh, match that that type of play. No, no, they're not, and I, I you no, know, and then me and Pittsburgh, I'm not too sure on that one either, because you know they just their defense right now, they're in, in not very. I mean, they're just they don't know they can't find their identity right now, because they don't know what they can and what they can't do with all these new. These, um, well, well, we got about thirty seconds. I'll tell you a team. I'll tell you a team that can't find their identity, and that's the Cincinnati Bengals with all that talent over there. Marvin Lewis need to be fired. He need to be the next coach to get fired. And they need to find another quarterback because Carson Palmer can't get it done, or his brother. Yeah, Carson Palmer. Carson Palmer was done when he's been bad since that playoff game against uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, when that dude messes me up, he hasn't been back been right since. He had a halfway decent season last year, but it was a halfway season. It wasn't a full season. It wasn't a good season. Right. He just things happen, and the defense and the other people and who is like nowhere to be found right now. Uh, All right, man. You know, help. Windows 8 games last year. All right, man. Look, appreciate you calling in while you're driving down 95 South, heading back to Virginia. Yes, sir.
about 10 minutes away from I'm about to, Yeah, I'm about to head to the Phoenician, man. Dude, it's uh, Every Kid Counts. Uh, Future for Kids, I'm sorry. Uh, golf event. Okay. Hey, this is the Quarm Lawson Sports Sometime. Rich Show with Ken from the ATL. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to check out the podcast. Don't forget to check out the uh, fan page on Facebook. We out. I'ma crush your bone, ripping rhymes with my diet. I'm a ghost rider, half of these chumps out here, I inspire. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.